0: All right, and welcome to episode number two of the Kitchen Sink EM and and Kink podcast. I'm here again with the beautiful Miss Tink. Hi. And we also have some special guests tonight. Juan the pool boy and his beautiful wife, Sybil. Good to have you guys here with us tonight. Actually, we're glad to be here with you because we're at your crib tonight. So we appreciate you having us over. Um, so without... Further ado, please, Juan, tell us a little bit about you and Sybil and who you are and how you got into the swing lifestyle.
1: Hmm. Well, years and years ago, this is going to sound um, terrible to some people, probably 18 and a half years ago, um, <clears throat> I approached my wife after one of my deployments in a scary, scary place, realizing my mortality. And what would eventually happen to her and the, the nativity that she had at that point in time. And, uh, not only that, of uh, being able to basically fantasize at that point in time, because a lot of things you think about when you're in that, that position. Dying's the first thing, but secondly, then the things that you miss and sex was one of the biggest. Um, not
2: that we didn't have sex. But.
1: Yeah. I'm not, not So we basically. Had a, we had a great sex life.
0: So basically you're overseas and you're like, I might get dead, but I still want to get laid. And yeah. that was, yeah. you know. Yeah. Because. Uh, at the forefront of your mind at that time was, uh, I want to get mine and she should get hers is what you're saying.
1: Exactly. And believe it or not, at that point in time, I was before that was tremendously jealous i mean one of the most jealous people you've ever seen right yes uh so much that threw a guy through a a window of a grocery store once over her so reconsidering all the things that i'd seen thought about done talked with people i thought this could be something that might be fun and Educational, if nothing else. And boy, was it. (laughs) Of course, Sybil thought I was the devil. Yes. And uh, pretty much told my mother what I had propositioned to her. Oh, Oh, my
3: goodness.
1: Yeah. That was, uh, she, at first, she was
0: not having it. She was like, no, this is not, this is not for me. I thought he
2: was Satan himself. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my (laughs) God.
1: Wow. Now, um, so then um, there were things that she had always thought was sexy and attractive. And I would walk in the rooms and find her with her vibrator watching porn of different kinds. And I thought there's got to be an interest there. And, and that probably even before that kind of made me think about this or about moving towards that so um you've got to think about this over 18 and a half years being involved in deployments having jobs having sitters uh that would bomb on us having kids as you walk out the door with high temperatures and cancellations uh no shows and the flakes.
0: So, basically, all the stuff that we're dealing with right now at our age, you guys have been there, done that, got the t-shirt, and now you're on the other side where you I would actually enjoy I would,
1: it. Lo- I would love to tell you that's true, but it's not. It still happens with the exception of, like, close friends that we have, like you guys, like, uh, two or three other that, that we know. And uh, newbies scare the hell out of us because people that don't know what they want. uh,
0: Yeah, because you might run into somebody like you were 18 years ago and be throwing people through uh, uh, club windows, you know?
1: (laughs) We've seen that happen, too, in clubs. We actually helped run a club for a few years. I won't be specific as to give away my identity. Um, And um, found out that that's a bummer. To. You you meet a lot of people, but you don't get to have fun with those people.
0: Well, no, because you're working.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: We did the same deal, you know, doing the photography for uh, the hotel takeovers and stuff. You get so many opportunities to be at the events, you know, but you're working. And by the time you're done working, quote unquote, everyone's already off doing their thing and they're playing and you're sitting there with your thumb up your ass. Like, Hey, all right. This
1: was, this was fun. You know, one of the things that we ran into too was, um, of course my wife is a little bit better looking than I am. I'll agree. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, me being the size of person that I am and, uh, focused on my, on what I'm doing. I was not near as approachable as she was, and then when people would find out we were together, married, it it, uh, it didn't help our opportunities any, because they thought that I was going to rip their head off or something. You that. kind of look like a dick. Yeah. I mean,
0: you're very
3: intimidating yeah. looking, so I can kind of see where some people would be like, I, I'm not sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But well, mm-hmm. I, I mean... You know, there's there's people like me out there that are drawn to that, like, because most people think I'm a dick, too. So, when I see another dick, I'm like, we could be friends. Birds of a better. <laughs> You know, like, we could be dicks together and people will leave us alone.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, that's a little twisted, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll target with that.
3: As long as there's no sword fighting, it's alright.
1: Exactly.
0: Hey, I mean... But see, from from our perspective, as as the men in these relationships, we have women that are considerably better looking than us when it comes to the standards of the lifestyle, I think, you know. Oh, yeah. So when you can find someone as a guy that's kind of in the same boat, you know, has the same mentality and personality, we can have just as much fun hanging out together as we could if, say, you and I, think found a couple to play with. Like it's it's kind of the same thing for me because if I didn't have somebody to kinda of just bullshit with all night and, you know, make jokes and hang out with, all I'd be doing is sitting there getting drunk by myself. Like
3: And that's no fun.
0: Yeah.
1: See, and after years that's kind of where we landed because <laughs> I haven't told you about all of the horrible things that have had Please that don't. have happened. Please don't. <laughs> it's uh, it's scary,
0: um, but this is for entertainment purposes. So <laughs> the right, scarier right. the better. I mean, it might be very entertaining oh, yeah. because um, you got to remember there could be people listening that have never ventured into the lifestyle. Like they're just trying to figure out is this for us, and they're going to listen to shows like this one or other lifestyle shows and kind of if we give them all the happy stuff, we're not preparing them the bad no, stuff that
2: could happen they do need to be prepared
1: yes they do and that's one of the things I was going to mention if, if you're just starting out and when I say newbies scare us they do because you don't know what you want at that time you're not sure what your rules are and things can go horribly wrong for both couples Nine times out of ten, that new couple with an experienced couple is just a bad brew. It, it is a terribly bad brew.
0: Although, and- we did have a great experience with a brand new couple. I mean... That
2: was like a fluke chance. Yeah. That is very unusual.
0: First time ever, you know, that we've played with a new, new couple. But, I mean, knock on wood, it was it was great. And it was better than some couples that have been in the lifestyle for seven, eight years.
1: on the flip side, we've talked with people who are newbies and who have been in this three, four, five, ten years, never had a bad experience. We are the exception to that rule. I would recommend that those starting out would proceed cautiously, talk things through, have a no-go signal. So many things you don't know that are going to happen that you cannot make a rule up for, but... if you're willing to talk about it before, during, and after, that, that mitigates a lot of trouble. Right. They i got to
2: know that they cannot make a rule for everything. Then the rules are going to be broke. I mean, they are going to be broke, and they need to kind of go with it as much as they can.
0: Right. I mean, if in my opinion, if there's things that are like going to ruin your relationship if, if the rule gets broken, this probably isn't the lifestyle for you.
3: Right. Yeah, definitely not. I
0: mean, you kind of have to be pretty liberal in sense of you know i don't want this to happen but i understand shit happens and if it does we'll tackle it when it
1: happens yeah. See, and so many people come into this knowing that their relationship is broken and thinking it's gonna fix it either that and i hear that so often and it's not so much that's gonna fix it is that one person is looking for something else that they're not getting or that they can get in addition to or else just to jump ship with.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can see how that would be like for some couples, especially ones that we've met in the past. Like you kind of get that feeling they're looking for more than just a quick fuck. Like they're, they're scoping things out for
2: their
3: next boat.
0: Yeah. The, the future. See,
1: now that you bring that up too, and it's kind of skipping around some, but, um, the quick fuck thing. You've got so many variations of swingerdom, if you will. Um, okay, one, so you say so many variations of
0: swingerdom. We're going to coin that term. Okay. Uh, that's going to be Juan the Pool Boys. I coined that term tonight. <laughs> um, so where do you guys fall oh.
1: in that? You want to answer? No.
2: <laughs> where do we fall?
1: It's situational. Uh, there are times where the one-night-stand thing, I mean, everybody has their dream fuck rule, we'll call it. Um, if you run into a movie star and you get that opportunity, you're going to go for it, right? Right. And baby's going to look at you and, yeah, get it, <clears throat> and then hope that that day comes for your significant other. Um, to be honest uh, people could call us bed hoppers i don't know exactly what they would consider a bed hopper because the definition of swinger just is so wide-ranged and varied yeah but we tried to find um, the holy grail if you will we tried to find four to five to six couples local we could get together with And what we found out was it's harder to find three people or four that will get along than that many couples. Additionally, we found that, and this is true with swinger parties, um, you make plans with somebody and either kids, family, work, sickness, death, you name it is, is going to kill that. It's going to shoot it in the head when you have planned precious time to be able to get around or with those people okay Okay, so we adopted a philosophy of when we would go to a swingers event we would contact 30 people when i say we i'm the internet guy
0: yeah me too okay (laughs) sorry
1: so i would bring Sybil over we would sit and i would go this person this person this person and I'd get an eye roll, and she would walk away. And then one day she finally asked, why are you contacting so many people? And it's because of what I had found out was there's a filtration rule there. You're going to get there. Half those people don't look like who they say they look like or the pictures that they have. Nope. That's then because you've got,
0: they're 10 years old.
1: Right. Yeah, they don't update it. You've got a percentage of crazy people. You can immediately tell that they have a problem. Or you have the people who... We'll duck and dodge you like, Oh my God, they see us. Let's, let's run out of 30 people. Probably two you're going to meet that night that you're going to have any conversation with, get to know each other. And maybe, maybe one might be interested in doing something. And then after that, you may never see them again, it may not be your choice, which has always been the case with us because we have looked for someone to just be friends with
0: that's the same thing that we do too i mean yeah and we talked about that on the first episode um we love the friendships that this lifestyle can provide you it's know? actually
3: better friendship
2: than you get with the vanilla friends
0: yeah nine times out of ten the people that you meet in this lifestyle you know you're because you're
2: not having to hide anything with vanilla i mean with people in the lifestyle because everybody's thinking the same things right and they they're not scared to be themselves
0: Exactly. Or they're
2: going to mess up, say the wrong thing, and, you know, right, flip their vanilla friends off.
0: E- even if you're doing something vanilla, you know, like we hung out all day today. Yeah. And it was a vanilla, you know, day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I wanted to say, hey, Sybil, your tits look amazing in that bikini, you're not going to be like, oh my God, why are you looking at my tits? Right. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and
2: you're like, oh my God, thank you for looking.
0: <laughs> and Ron right. isn't going to be like, what the fuck are you looking at my wife's tits for? Exactly. You know. Right. So that's one thing that that we really like about it because we like to flirt. Yep. And sometimes we've tried flirting with vanilla, you know, friends, and to a point it's okay. Sometimes. You know, but every
2: now and then you're kind of like, crap, did I cross the line?
0: Right. Like you never know.
2: Really, they're really hard, hard to, to read. Yes. <laughs> well, and especially with a couple because one person may be thinking completely different than the other spouse. Right. Um, yeah.
3: Or, like, yep. one of the spouses is a little bit more flirty than the other, and yeah. they may not even be in the lifestyle, but, like, they're going with it. I mean, a lot of times you see that, I think, with the females, but sometimes you're just like, wait, are are they in the lifestyle, and wait, they just didn't tell me yet, or... You would
2: be surprised at how many people are in the lifestyle that, that won't. That won't come out and say
3: yeah. it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. We've been through that, and then there's the egos that... I call them the pretty people, um... Present company excluded, of course. Um, there are these people that have great looks, um, the wonderful pictures, and you think, oh, this would be great. And they have horrible personalities. Oh. A lot do. Not all. I'm just not downing all you guys out there that take care of yourselves and are the people I'd love to fuck. But um, <laughs> some of you have some work to do with that ego. Work a little bit on that as much as you do as a body in the gym. Because that's the biggest thing that attracts people like us, you guys included. Yep. Um, the first night we all met, we were at an unknown or an undisclosed location.
0: I think at, you can say it because we already discussed. Okay. We and, yeah.
1: <laughs> and so um, we sat there and talked like 3.30 in the morning. So the next night we talked again.
0: Well, you I, were also trying to get us drunk. Right. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, this is true.
2: Not it, I mean, it was working, too.
3: <laughs> I think each night there was like, oh, crap. We're going to do this again. Okay.
2: Round so <sighs> two. You noticed I passed off on most of it. You did. I, I learned. Yeah. You learned. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Y'all just need to follow my, yeah. my lead here. We, we should have followed the <laughs> lead.
1: So, so the next night, kind of the same thing, and I looked to Sybil, and I said, I think they're interested in us. She said, no fucking way. You're <laughs> You've been drinking too much of that stuff. No, said no. I really, really think they might be interested in us. So, I haven't said that. <clears throat> excuse me. No j- coughing
0: allowed j- on the show.
1: Right. Um. You, you have the people that you would never think that would be interested in you, and if you don't put yourself out there and at least ask the question, you may m- be missing out on a great friendship, a good fuck, or both.
0: Okay, so let's give the listeners a little insight onto why Sybil may have thought that. So we are in our thirties and oh. you guys are a little bit older.
1: Oh yeah.
3: Significantly. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say significantly.
0: I mean it, it's it's a bigger age gap, I think, than than a lot of couples would allow, at least on their SLS profile. You know, like they'll say, we're not interested in anything above this. And I mean, we've we've been there. Like we've had that you know, where eh, at this age, kind of that's a cutoff for us. But doing the hotel parties, I mean, most everybody was 10 plus years older than us mm-hmm. when we yeah. started. And I think now.
3: We actually didn't even play with anybody that was close to our age and definitely nobody younger.
0: No, like the only people that we have played with that were our age were our poly relationships like yeah. that we actually dated.
1: And that's one of the hardest things I've seen to be able to match age range to age range.
0: Well, to be honest, I don't, hardly, yeah. I don't really get along with the people our ages. I mean, like, because they're usually the super pushy ones mm-hmm. or they're just bed notchers, you know. Yeah, that's like, kind
3: of what I see a lot for me because, like, a lot of the guys that are attracted to me are only a few years older or sometimes even a few years younger, which I won't go that direction. But I do feel like there's a lot more pressure on them wanting to do things with me and kind of not, like, hound me about it. But they're just kind of like, really I, I really, yeah, like, there's like yeah. there's no, like, let me get to know you. It's they're not there like, to be friends. Hey, I want to bend you over that table right now. And yeah. I'm just kind of like,
2: hi, my name is Tank. <laughs> well, the one thing about being in a lifestyle and going to a lifestyle party is everybody thinks just because you're there, you're ready to spread your legs and fuck. Right. Wherever, however, or I
0: mean, whatever. you're not.
2: I didn't say I wasn't. I'm saying was I mean, saying
0: we, we know generally. siblings, but <laughs> I mean...
2: I mean, they just assume just because you're there, you are you know, that's going to happen just because they're talking to you. And right. it doesn't, you know, doesn't mean that. Right. I mean, there are some people that
3: are going to be like that, and then there's others that would kind of like to be, you know, spoken to and gotten to know them and have some form of a connection first before they're like, yeah, I'm here because I want to fuck.
2: I will say... Being in the lifestyle as long as we've been in, um I'm seeing more and more people that are kind of that way though. They they just it's a wham bam. You know, I don't really care to get to know you. I just wanna have sex and that go. That reminds on. me, yeah. Tink.
1: There's one thing I wanna say to you. My eyes are up here.
2: Oh crap,
3: man. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Did you catch me again? Sorry, my bad.
0: Tink's always looking at Dick.
3: I I'm can't sorry. I mean, if it's there. I'm gonna look. It's the same for titties. I mean, if they're there, I'm going to be looking. I was totally looking at you, so well, I can't help it. I was just looking. So- <laughs> titties. <laughs> titties are out.
0: Yeah, so I mean, when we met you guys, like I was drawn to you, Juan, because you're a dick. And I'm like, I'm going to get <laughs> along with this guy. Because together. I'm
1: one of the pool boys. That is what they do.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you were carrying around jars of, of liquor, and I was like, this yeah. guy's going to be my friend. I just know it. Yep. And
3: look at you guys now.
0: Yeah. And by the end of the first night, we were besties.
1: Yep. Pretty much. Yep. So. And, you know, that's the part of this that we look forward to. Now, there are people who specifically say in profiles, we're not looking for friends. We have friends. Oh. And, and I state this in our profile that you need to be very forthright in who you are, what you look like, and what you're looking for. Because there are people such as yourselves, that are limited on time. You don't have a lot of time to put into what you're doing because of family constraints, jobs, so forth. Mm -hmm. So why people put people in those positions, I have no idea, except for the one thing that we've seen is they roll the dice thinking, ah, fuck it, we're here, we might as well go ahead and do it. And um, we fell into that category for I'm going to say a couple of years till finally we looked at each other and said, tell me why we're doing this again. Why why are we disappointing ourselves? Why are we settling for something that neither one of us are really happy about? And then why are we walking away feeling like we're used Kleenex that somebody could throw away?
3: So you kind of had to take a step back and kind of reevaluate the lifestyle and what you guys wanted out of it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we decided if we can't be friends with you, it's not worth it. Except for, again, that occasional one-nighter where you go, oh, fuck yeah, we're going to do this. Right, but that's a whole
0: vibe, though. Like, yeah. it's not it something yes. that's set it up. Is. and No. Yeah. It's definitely not something that you're going to just meet up with somebody from SLS, and that night you're going to be like, we're fucking... It usually happens at like a party or an event or some type of
1: when yeah. you least expect. Right? It. Yeah,
3: the least expected. That's exactly how you would call it.
1: And that's chemistry. That's what that's called. Yeah. And and that's a real that's thing. Just and walking by
2: somebody and I don't know if it's the smell or what.
3: I mean, it's, just, it's there. Right. Yeah.
1: That's what happened I, to us with that new couple. I do I that mean, when I smell myself quite a bit. <laughs> like, oh yes, I well,
0: love it. Well, that's probably because Sybil tells you to fuck yourself all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's it but yeah i mean like i i totally get that and up until um our vacation you know party that we went to i don't think we've ever had that where it was just that kind of instant thing where wow. we're like we're gonna play with these
1: people see i'm glad that happened for you guys because it i mean yeah. i heard the podcast and i thought we can score dude that's mm-hmm. great you in particular tink i i thought Given the circumstances, I thought that's freaking awesome. She ran into somebody that she's that comfortable with that quick. And that's a few and far between things. So that makes those times really nice. And the only bad part of that is, is you kind of look for it down the road.
3: Yeah, I can, I can see that because you had such a good experience with it. So you kind of want to right fall back into that again.
0: Right, right. And unfortunately, now that we're back to reality and, you know,
2: off vacation.
0: We're not on vacation <laughs> anymore on vacation. and we have the little one, you know, that we have to find a sitter for if we do do anything and mm-hmm. our time is going to be, you know, pretty much vanilla f- uh, for a while. So, stuff like this is our getaway, you know, like we get to come hang out with you guys and all that, but
1: you're welcome here anytime.
0: For as far as going to parties and all that, we have no idea when we can get there.
1: No. See, that brings me to another That's point. Hard. That you brought up is finding people that you're comfortable enough with to let around your family. Yeah. Right? Yes. And see, we're perfectly comfortable with you guys being around ours because you understand you have the same situation. Um, we have met people who, uh, don't have enough couth to take that into perspective mm-hmm. and, and realize that there are serious repercussions.
2: And we found that out the hard way.
1: Yes. We did right here in our front yard when we first got into this. We had a yard sale person that... And back then, nothing was electronically automated. So I'm going to tell on myself age-wise. <laughs> um, this was through a magazine. And then you had to give and use phone numbers. And so uh, this person ran the magazine. And we were having a yard sale. And we had flagged off for meeting that weekend. We had... Our kids, yard sale out front. And he walked up and asked Wendy, how much for this? She says, uh, a quarter. And he says, how about a blowjob instead in front of my kids? And I came across the fucking table. Which I
2: don't that. think our kids heard. They were so young. They weren't probably paid attention. They wouldn't soon, have even known. It doesn't matter. It's the principal. Right, what's right? a blow job? You just don't <laughs> do that, you know?
1: So uh, finding those people that have that much of an understanding and care for you, your family, your time, that's another part of the equation to look for. Because let's just say you found four couples that got along and everybody has jobs and everybody has family and everybody has all of these other external factors. You can plan one week in a month where you go, hey, we're all four going to get together and you'll be lucky, lucky if one couple would show up two times a year. Right. That's just the way it works out. It's uh, not by design. Some of it's just by happenstance. Young children with temperatures, babysitters falling through, blah, blah, blah. You name it, it happens. So to increase your chances, expanding the group means also putting yourself out there in the room for all those failed attempts where you finally go, I've had it, done with it, Whatever. What increases those chances is if people will take the attitude like you guys have and we guys have is just getting together. doesn't matter if anything happens.
0: Right. Because the sex isn't as important as just the friendship and being around each other. Exactly. Because we can hang out for, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks without ever doing anything and have just as good of a time as when, you know, we actually have a sitter and we can do lifestyle things mm-hmm. like we have just as good of a time right no matter what oh yeah.
1: and one other huge piece of advice this is specifically to the man tell me more than four or five times i can count mr winky has decided not to play yeah and so yeah. that's a bummer when that happens if you you may not even realize it but psychologically your brain will go wow, dude, you don't fucking deserve that. This is not going to go well. And you know where you're going to be standing with somebody pointing at you, laughing, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just running down that scenario in my head, not saying that specifically happened to me, but psychologically, shit happens. When that does happen, if it does, and people will laugh at that, but even you young guys, promise you, it's coming for you. It happens. Yeah. So when it does, get your significant other the one that you're familiar with, get Mr. Winky to working, and then you go back at it. And or if the other couple can't jihad with that, okay, bye-bye.
0: And just as a an extension to that, if you're gonna be in this lifestyle, even if you don't ever have that problem, go online, get you a prescription for the blue pill. <laughs> And just have it on deck, just in case.
3: Uh, just don't take two of them because your pussy will hurt really, really much for the like oh, ever. Definitely. Really
0: much. Really
3: much. It? Yeah, <laughs> just really much. I know that didn't make sense, but that's kind of no, how my I pussy felt exactly
2: what you were saying. We.
3: It, it came a lot. Like it, I couldn't go anymore, and he's just like, "I'm still going." I'm like, "Well, fuck,
2: because- Mr. Rabbit, you need to go home."
3: And I will. I will
1: add to the blue pill with another caution: if you're a guy my age, a little younger. And you have a blood pressure problem. Hey, that's me. And you try to take that blue pill, you may exacerbate your problem and yeah. a, a pounding headache to go with it. Because it's going to increase blood flow, whether it's in your head, the big one, or the little one.
0: Well, luckily for me, I never have any blood flow in the big one, so. <laughs> so
1: okay. He's, he's, no he's headaches got for me. For him. Yeah. So there are just so many things there that. And this gets back in what we were talking about. If you have a relationship with those people, a rapport, it is so easy to talk this stuff out so that you can say, let's take a break. Let's drink some water as alcohol exacerbates the problem. Right. Let's drink some water. Let's take a break. Get where your significant other familiar feelings and then reapproach it again. It's time. If you're not willing to invest the time in people,
0: but people who are your good friends are also going to understand that it's not, it's not you. It's not it's that not other personal. person right. that is causing that. Where in a, you know, a party situation where you're just hooking up with someone randomly, they don't know you. They don't know that, you know, your junk
1: usually works every time. But egos but can still. For whatever still reason get, that one night right. it's not. Yeah. Egos can still step in there, even with people we've called friends. And uh, all of a sudden, somebody gets a little pissed. Somebody else got what they wanted. The other person didn't.
3: Hey, I didn't get it the one time I really wanted it, but I was happy that he had a good time. You know. Yeah.
1: See, I'm the same way. I mean, she can go at it with somebody, and that gets into another facet. And there's so many facets of this. But if you're not in this for your spouse to enjoy it as much as you are, don't do it. Exactly. You can't be selfish. 100%. Exactly, yeah. but there are so many people that are just one-sided in this, and that's that's a death sentence to your relationship with your significant other. I hate to either.
2: say that more men are more into... and I say this because more men have problems keeping it up, as far as the, it's showing, than women, but they tend to don't know how to handle it. Well, it's and, embarrassing.
0: I mean, that's like a man's worst fear is to be right. with another hot woman... Besides their spouse. right, And, you know, their dicky-do is just like, fuck you, bud.
2: We're, we're going so to the many house. there's things you can do <laughs> rather than run out the door and slam the door, so to speak. And
1: Sybil has had this happen to her eight times or Not more. Not that
2: many. Dear God, you're making me sound bad. No, <laughs> You sound
1: like a whore.
0: <laughs> a whore with guys that I can't know. get their dicky-do hard. Welcome to my
1: life. <laughs> Uh, there was one instance in a well-known location where, uh, Fabio came walking down the runway and Sybil here thought it's going to be a great night, George. And, and
2: it was not.
1: We heard a hotel room door open and somebody yelled, motherfucker, and it slammed. And the other chick tried to keep me there. And I'm like, no, we're done for now. And, uh,
2: I was squalling. I mean, I did everything I could.
0: Yeah. Okay, now for our northern listeners.
1: Squalling I means she was crying. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not a northern gale coming into the coast. No. It's, it's, not, it's no. not a squall. It's a mental breakdown. That's what that was.
0: And it's got to be hard for the women. I mean, when guys can't perform, because especially if you don't know them well, because yeah. you don't know, is it me? is it him yeah. like what did I do wrong I kind or, you kind of know. wonder
3: like am, am I doing something that he doesn't like or is it mm-hmm. like my technique or is maybe he's not into it as much as we were in the very beginning
1: and I'll be perfectly honest with you about something now I'm not God's gift a woman at all I'm not even an attractive guy that's what she that's said a
3: lot. It's uh, fun. Okay, I'm, I've been staring at you I'm like I think I'm thinking you're pretty attractive I mean I don't know what yes. you're saying
1: So, anyway, I have been approached or had the opportunity with certain women and look at Sybil and go, no, it's not going to happen. And she'd look at me and go, are you for real? And I go, yeah, I'm absolutely 100% for real. Personalities are the biggest thing for me. Because if you're that, I call them lipstick queens, that thinks that you're God's gift to man and you can just snap your fingers it's it's plastic I, plastic people like i i'd rather stay away from them because i know it's just going to go bad and half the time when if you do engage in that and i have you look at her she's not into it she's just doing it for that guy over there who wants to get him a quick piece of ass and then that's it so and
0: that's the fucking worst because, yeah, because isn't and, it and for me my dick won't even work nope. if you don't show interest like, mm-hmm. if you don't seem like you're as excited as I am about the situation, then it's just not happening.
1: So, that brings me to something else that I really want listeners to hear. What's that? For you people who do not kiss others.
2: Oh, my oh God. that's a weird that is thing. A
1: okay, you reserve that for yourself and your spouse or significant other. I get that. And you say that's intimate, one of the most intimate things in your relationship. So you're telling me fucking is not intimate. What the fucking hell is wrong with you? But they'll you? lick someone's booty hole though. I mean
3: Or they'll go and they'll suck somebody's <laughs> cock and then you'll go and kiss your man afterwards right. and that, that's right. okay.
1: Right. Yeah. So so then but then that you're gets not gonna in, kiss
3: the person during the
1: into, into an encounter I had with a nurse who told me she did not do that because of the risk of disease and so forth. And so on I said, So what about fucking? And I had been told she did not use condoms. She told me this: "Don't use condoms," but I could do her anally, do her vaginally. And this is an RN, and I'm looking, shaking my head, thinking, "You think kissing somebody is? Wow! Yeah, I know. So, (laughs) so if you're reserving that intimacy for your other, and I, I respect that, I get that, but that's a rule that you've made for you." And your significant other. And if you don't consider the other physicalities of this as intimate, you have to know that the large majority of the rest of us look at it in an inverse proportion.
2: And what's really funny is you will see one person in that couple that's following the rules, and the other couple's like, oh no, she can't see, you know, we're going to do it, you know. Oh, and that's putting. The other couple in a very odd situation, you know, what I do, you know?
1: Um, Of course, you're going to go
2: with it if it feels good, but, you know, you're still feeling like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Right, because you want to respect what their boundaries were.
1: Having said this, this is going to go in a completely opposite direction. You really can't make a rule for every circumstance that comes up. It's impossible.
0: And you shouldn't. I mean, because the more rules and stipulations you put on this lifestyle the worse it's going to be for you
1: but you know what the answer to that is get to know the people that you plan on (laughs) fucking you don't have to worry about that right yeah
0: well you would think that that would make sense but you know Silly me. But a lot of people don't want to put the time in or they just don't feel like being friends is necessary because it goes it, it, or it encroaches on the lines of poly then. So poly's getting more and more popular these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're polyamorous and a lot of people in the swinger groups on Facebook, they're coming out and saying, you know, I think we're leaning more poly than our swing these days yeah we
1: used to think that the poly thing was just fucking weird i mean i'm just gonna say that we thought it was fucking weird and then after meeting you guys and looking at another poly couple that we know it's a plausible thing for us because there's um security i guess and uh the friendship and everything else that goes along with it As long as you have the unspoken rule that nobody's trying to take somebody else's spouse. We've seen that happen with three couples. Oh, way more than
2: three couples. We've seen so many couples split up or couples go from one couple to the other couple and, you know, married. I mean, it's... We've heard of that happening
0: many times. Right,
3: Right. but that's unethical. I mean, that's
0: not... Ethical non-monogamy. When you go in with an agenda to steal somebody's, you know, man or woman or whatever. I don't
2: know really that they're going in to steal someone. Um, We've had it. I mean... We've seen so many different scenarios, but you've got just couples that have been together long enough to where they just kind of branch off.
1: I'm glad you used the word... it's
2: crazy to even think about, but it's just kind of like it just happens.
1: I'm glad you used the word agenda, too, because that's another... Thing that I'm, And there's so much to cover here. You just can't cover it all. But everyone, doesn't matter who you are, has an agenda. That can be a good thing or a bad thing. It can be a mutually acceptable thing with your spouse or it can be something completely different. You never know. And you never know because you're not hard, hardwired into somebody else's brain. So that gets into knowing somebody again because if you sit down and state these are my objectives, these are my goals... I hate to make it sound corporate in nature, but as long as you throw your isms and sisms out there and you see something coming, you're able to talk to your spouse, significant other, and say, hey, let's draw back from this or let's reapproach this and talk to them about this and see if this is where this is going and gauge their reactions so that it doesn't do damage to the primary relationship. And we've seen this with so many people before. In fact, we were in a relationship for two years. Oh, God. And when we were looking at what was going on. Now, this was
0: a a quad relationship?
1: Yes. And it, it was not even planned. It was a, a relationship of convenience. Yeah. Uh, they had kids. We had kids. They were close. Uh, work schedule, so forth. It just fit. And so it economics.
2: As, it worked its way into... He kind of dwindled out of the picture, and she was with us, sort of. More him than me, but, you know, we were normally still all three together. But
1: And oddly enough, I'd walk in the door and go, as I walked in, in the beginning would be, here's the phone, talk to her. And then it went from that to, as soon as I walked in the door, Sybil would just hold the phone out like this, because she didn't want to talk to Sybil, she wanted to talk to me. Oh. And so, automatically, uh, Sybil was telling me this, uh, she's trying to jump ship, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, no, just give her a little bit of time, so forth, so on. I said, and gave her reassurances that if that happens, I will end this, end it quickly, and you'll know. And so, one day, I walked in, Sybil handed me the phone, and this person said, I want you to leave your wife. And I said, I'm going to put you on the phone, I want Sybil to hear this. And she said it. Oh, wow. And I gave her... Explicit instructions, don't ever call the summer again. Don't ever approach our family. I told you time and time again.
2: What was hard was that she had been around our kids. I yeah. mean, she knew the dynamics. She knew no she was part of it, and she didn't care.
1: Not only that, from the male perspective. Wow. From the male perspective, I knew exactly at that point in time, it was not me and my character, my good looks, anything. No, it was simply your financial means for me to get out of what I'm in now. And she was willing to leave her kids.
0: Which is fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, they were little.
2: I mean, they were little, little kids.
0: Yeah, so so she was willing to leave her kids. Yes. And break up another family yes. with kids
1: or and dude, it didn't financial gain. <laughs> it didn't end there. After I turned her down, she went to my best friend and fucked up his marriage. And he was dumb enough not to actually believe. He was just in it for a quick piece of ass. But it did fuck up his marriage, which was already on the skids. It was already. It was, but headed in that
2: direction. He just.
1: I felt responsible uh, because through him knowing me, he knew her, and mm -hmm. boom. And his wife was a cool chick. She she really was. So yeah, yeah. There are a lot of pitfalls here. People don't think through when they're playing a game or they don't take the time to get to know somebody. I and think I,
3: and I feel like those are the types of people that shouldn't be in the lifestyle because they don't understand that a lot of times depending on which path you pick, there are repercussions and sometimes it works, other times it doesn't depending on which path you choose.
0: Right. So, uh and that's where newbies have to kind of sit down and have a lot of communication, you know, as you've said. Yeah. And figure out where they want to be, you know in the lifestyle because there's plenty of people that they can just go to a party or a club or whatever and not do anything with anybody. They're just there for the environment. You know, it turns them on and then them and their spouse go and fuck like rabbits. And that's, that's cool. And you have the, you know, people like us who like to make friends and don't just jump into bed with people. And you have other ones who do jump into bed with people right away. And that's their thing. And that's cool. You know, and then coming outside of the, the swing lifestyle, it goes into the poly stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and there's so many dynamics there, which we'll get to on another episode where we'll talk to another poly couple or thruple and see what that's all about. Um, but it all comes down to communicating with your partner. And right. that's the bottom line. And after almost 20 years in a lifestyle, nobody really knows that more than you guys. You know, mm-hmm. all the ups and downs and the fuck this, I'm done and Oh man, this is great. We should keep doing this, you know.
2: I will say we have found good friends. We've had some good sex. I mean, it's not all been bad. There's been a lot of fun. Um, you just have to be open enough to go with the situations and try to grow from it.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, lifestyle is all about growing. You know, as a as a person and as a couple. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and like that's that's a lot like BDSM. You know, it's oh lord.
1: <laughs> See, we never considered BDSM until you guys and another couple that we met that are near us. Um, and that's one other thing I would tell people: it's not to close yourself off to education. Maybe may not be your thing, but understand it before you decide. I'm not going to do this. And speaking of understanding and
0: educating yourself, simple, you've been reading a book that oh Tink. God, please don't. Told you to that you should read because you've been interested in learning about the BDSM lifestyle and being a submissive and all that. Correct. Correct. Okay. And what book did she tell you to read?
2: Sleeping Beauty by Anne Rice, I believe it is. is yeah, it, it was a uh, claiming
3: of Sleeping Beauty. Oh, I'm sorry,
2: okay. I just remembered Sleeping Beauty. It's yes. definitely not Sleeping Beauty, not It's
3: <laughs> not the it's not the Disney version
2: that we're used um, to. You like it so far? It's a good book. I will say there's things I don't agree with at all.
0: Like what? Yeah. What are some um, examples of things that you don't agree with?
2: There's some male-to-male play I don't agree with.
0: There's, there's pee-pees touching? Huh? There's pee-pees touching? Shored body.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> just different things that it's just hard to fathom. Um, one of him eating and her not even being allowed to eat. Just little things, it just seems cruel. I don't, it's just hard to accept.
0: Now, in this book, uh, the female character is in a slave role, correct? That's correct. Okay, I, I haven't read the book yet, so. You should. I'm. It's on my list on my Kindle. Sounds read a the lot like copy. your life already. <laughs> <coughs> no, so, okay, so she's a slave. Now, the things that you don't agree no, with.
2: she's. That's what's funny is it starts out, she's a princess and he wakes her up. Tink's
0: a princess too, but But she's asleep. I mean,
2: it's, (laughs) it's, when he wakes her up and the way they started out, it does not seem like she's going to be asleep. And then when she gets to the castle, she's, um, her eyes are open to a lot of different scenarios and she's very, she's intrigued, but she's confused. And I don't see the princess aspect of it yet. But Sleeping Beauty was
1: a slave before she became a princess, remember? No. Yeah. The three ugly stepsisters and the stepmother... That's Cinderella. No, that's Cinderella. That's Cinderella. Okay. Cinderella. <laughs> doesn't matter
3: Sleeping Beauty fell fell into the sleeping coma because she pricked her finger on the yeah, needle, she was and she fell. It's
1: into... always about a prick, isn't it? Yep. it
2: apparently, it
1: is. <laughs> fucking pricks.
3: You but, were involved. What was, what was nice about this version is she got woken up by a cock, and that's are. what apparently awoken yeah, her from She was herself.
2: liking really well. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so there's like some necrophilia in there, like. Dude thought she was dead, and he's like, just let
1: me put my dick in here. No,
2: she was breathing. <laughs> no, no, they. There's several people that have died trying to wake her up. So yeah, she
1: was just paraplegic, um, and kind he of? had sex with her, and... <laughs>
0: Yeah.
2: If you want to look at it that Wait,
3: way. Wait.
0: So people died trying to wake her up.
2: Yeah, I'm not really sure how that happened. Yeah, it doesn't really go. Because I don't know how deal. the prince
3: got a lot, got through all of that, unless like whatever was making all of the other princes die. If you ever on have sex with Sybil,
1: you'll understand dying trying to wake her up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: So she's already kind of like being the Sleeping Beauty.
1: Yeah. I'm okay. Just so.
3: yeah. So what is like the the most part? The, the part that stands out the most to you is that you just are not appalled by, but you're just kind of like, what? I, I can't imagine doing this. It seems this. like
0: the discipline is what <laughs> she doesn't like. It oh, seems, my
2: God. <laughs> really? Well <What> a great <laughs> guess. Um, it just seems cruel. There's some things that seem cruel. I mean, It's tough you, love. Which there's not, the relationship's not really a love relationship yet either you know they're it's a newly formed relationship i mean he admires her
3: and he is very fond of her because he was able to capture her
2: and she is the beautifulest one that he's brought to the castle i actually think he cares for her more than he realizes what i've seen so far yes i agree with that Um, but he's
0: also training her right now is what it sounds like
2: honestly they just started that from where, where i'm at now i'm only on chapter 10 so it gets better. Yeah, it's it's. I'm very new into it. I mean, it's okay. It's, yeah, it's,
0: So the next time that we have you guys on the can show, do a study. Oh yeah, <laughs> you are going to give us a book report on this book so that we can get all the information on how much it upsets you. Oh, <laughs> well,
2: well, well, you say okay, that um, I'm on the 10th chapter and I haven't stopped listening. You notice that.
0: Though. Well, yeah. <laughs> on
3: the upset factor, you did mention to me the other night about how Sleeping Beauty was basically forced to eat her meal off of
2: a plate on the yeah, ground oh God, at the tavern. That really upset me. But why? Why did that upset you? Well, one thing is that's happened with somebody that I really care about. Oh. And so that's so- personal.
0: So it was a trigger. It wasn't yes, anything. It was a
2: trigger. Okay. Um to, uh, to somebody being and they weren't they were trying to teach someone something. So it wasn't like they were trying to be cruel. It's the only way of their trying to come across and teach someone. Gotcha. So
3: it's the
0: same way in the book though. I mean
2: I mean in a way
3: it is. It's it's a form of When
0: he's When he's training her, you know, it's it's to break her down. Right. You know, so that
3: she'll be more submissive. Right. She's not going to fight those, I shouldn't do this feelings. No. It's going to be the, I want to do this because I want to make him proud. I want to make him happy.
1: I started to realize, and this kind of hit me with talking with you guys about the BDSM thing, was we judge things in a first world country. If you go to a third world country, BDSM is fucking mild compared to what I've seen. Additionally, in this country, from my childhood and others that I've known of, BDSM is mild or akin to the way that people, you can call it abuse now. Um, That's a term that people like to use. Back in the day, that was called child rearing. So if you compare that to what happened then as opposed to what's going on now, which is the most preferred, which is the most uh, humane when it comes to people being able to cope with society, get along, and to, to grease the wheels of society. You either have that discipline, and you're disciplined one way or the other, or the world's going to do it for you. I so. will
2: say, and this is really going from one extreme to the other, but I will say I even looked in a biblical sense of humiliation. We discussed humiliation, and that was a form of humiliation. There were some things in the book that was a form of humiliation. Correct. I even went in and looked in the Bible, top, humili- I put up in humiliation, and it is there i mean it's even you you go into the i'm sorry i'm really going to go deep here but you go into the crucifix of jesus Mm -hmm. that was a form of humiliation yeah no way and you you, so but i have incidentally
1: having multiple wives is also in the bible
2: that's right
1: i'm doing the lord's work
2: as far as it's really not far-fetched i mean it's part of
3: I think it's something that used to exist way, way back in the day is more of something that was very common, versus mm-hmm. now it's been so buried that anyone who does partake into it, it they get frowned upon.
1: Here, but and they don't quite understand cultures, it anymore. It still exists.
0: Yeah, I feel like yeah. this is going to be a, a show in in and of itself. Oh yeah, oh, like, yeah. oh like yeah. This topic Definitely. right here, because yeah. we're about out of time. Uh, I want to say thank you to Juan the Pool Boy and his beautiful wife You're Sybil. Bitty, bitty. Thank you. <laughs> It's been great getting to know you. I'm sure our guests are going to love hearing your stories and (laughs) hope that we can get you guys back on soon and that you guys can be more of a regular fixture on the show. So That'll be
1: fun. uh, I like being a fixture.
0: What are we going to talk about next time? I mean, I don't know. Like, We should probably hit on more of the kink side of things. I think so. Yeah, so I think we're going to maybe start
3: out a little bit slow into it, like the the normal Ooh, small things. just kind of a get... little slow. Maybe we can do yeah,
1: that just, <laughs> before just the we
0: tip. talk about it. Oh, we're we're going to do just the tip of kink.
3: Yes, just yeah. the tip of yeah. kink. No, no, just not the just the tip. Yep. You want to be full-fledged full of it? Yeah. She, yeah. Wants it. She, wants
0: all of it. she wants it balls deep. That's what she wants. Oh, yep. <laughs> yep. All right, so next show is going to be all about kink. Yes. Uh, we're going to let the, the swing and the poly go for... An hour and uh, talk about kink. Sounds so good. we'll have to find some kinky fuckers to come on the show with us so that we can get some different views on. I those just want topics. to say one more thing. Look,
1: I am your father.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and Can't on that <laughs> note, if you would like to be a guest on the show or if you would like us to talk about something specific, you can email us at the kitchen sink enm and kink. At gmail.com. You got it now? I got it.
2: Okay.
3: And
0: hopefully uh, soon we'll have the real website up and not just the Podbean website. So there's going to be all kinds of cool shit going up on that. Can't wait. Uh, we're going to be able to do some behind the scenes uh, photos and videos that if you would like to subscribe to the website and help us out so that we can keep this show going because nothing's free in this world. And if you want to see... Uh, Titties titties and ass <laughs> then that's the way to do it so until next time i hope everybody stays kinky and uh remember one is never enough whether that's a vajay or a dick one is never enough so stay Go swinging my them. friends
2: <laughs> i almost said something <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: and we'll see you later on that note
1: see you thought that was gonna be so